Hi, you're listening to The Recovered Therapist, brought to you by FreshOutOfPlans.com. I'm Jeannie Griffin, and I'll be your host. Instead of focusing on labels or diagnoses or psychobabble, we keep things honest, simple, and hopeful so that you can grow personally and spiritually. Thank you for joining me. Today I'd like to talk about why the name The Recovered Therapist. Well, I've been a therapist for over 30 years, and I've learned a lot of stuff, and I've unlearned a lot of stuff. For one thing, diagnoses. You know, labels and diagnoses, they're good for one thing and one thing only. They're good as a starting point. So, when people get labeled or... um, diagnose something or other and look at the criteria or the qualifications, the symptoms, whatever word you want to use to see if it fits. It's simply a picture of what's happening right now. It doesn't mean it's an indictment. That's not who you are. You are not your history. You are not a label. You are not a diagnosis. It serves a purpose in that professionals can talk to each other in kind of a shorthand or symbolic language. But when it comes to people wearing it like a badge, that is not helpful. Unfortunately, the whole premise of mental health is to let's look and start at the negative point first. And it just pathologizes people. See, there's a psychobabble word. Pathologizes. More and more, I invite you know clients to take a look at, okay, what about this diagnosis or this condition applies to you? And then, where do you want to go from there? Now, I'm not a complete Pollyanna, but you know what? I've seen too many people over the years that, based on their history, they should be somewhere in a psych hospital drooling. But they're not. They live happy, joyous lives. They're filled with family and friends and success, peace, I'm not saying they don't have down periods or, you know, they don't skate through life any more than you and I do. But they're not living and carrying that that history around with them. You're not your history. The stuff that happens to you is merely that. It's experiences. A whole list of experiences. Some of us can have experiences that are similar, and it begins a point where we can talk to each other about it. But those experiences don't make up the qualities of who we are. And when you think about, what am I feeling right now? We'll do a whole segment on feelings, but they're very overrated, actually. But when you look and say, okay, what am I feeling right now? It's temporary. It's temporary. And our culture's gotten so, 
we use just these global terms like depression. Oh, I'm depressed. What does that mean? You know, depression might be sadness or grief. And that might be an appropriate reaction to what's happening in your life. But our culture says, well, if you have any kind of negative feelings, take a pill, do something, buy something, go somewhere, hop in bed with somebody, overeat, you know, drink, do something, but don't feel it. And that doesn't do us any good. So during this podcast series, I'm going to be talking about various things in plain old language that lay people use. Like I said, if I say, I'm an adult child of alcoholism, okay, that cuts through a lot. If I say that, those of you who are adults now that grew up in alcoholic homes understand what I'm talking about. So it's good to have that starting point. But if I keep going around and hanging on to all the stuff that I experienced as a result of that, it just keeps me stuck. So I want to implore you, instead of looking at what's happening in your life as the problem, sometimes what's happening in your life was your solution. Let me say that again. Sometimes what was happening in your life right now was a solution to what you thought was a problem. For instance, if I don't want to deal with some pain and hurt of a breakup or a childhood experience or whatever, then in order to push that down, I might overeat, overspend, oversex, overdrink, overpill, overdo whatever to run away from it. Other people might say, oh dear, you have a problem now, you're overeating, you have a problem now, you're overdrinking, you're you're getting addicted. That doesn't translate to me because that's my solution. So it it's good to take a look at what's going on in your life, what you're feeling, what you're thinking, what you're doing. But don't hang on to those badges because they'll just keep you stuck. And in shame, take a look at the positive qualities. So I've got a homework assignment for you. On one side of the paper, write the heading, the original recipe, or my original recipe. Now that's that kid you were between zero and whenever you started going off the rails, whether it be drinking, drugging, running away, you name it, you know when that is, when your life started to really take a turn. And list those qualities of that kid. If you need to, go get a picture. What are the qualities? Was he curious? Was she funny? List those. And then turn over on the back side of the paper and say, me under the influence of addiction or me under the influence of abuse. And then describe how you think, feel, or behave, the qualities when that's weighing on you. And the stuff on that side, 
that can be worked through. That can be changed. And what you'll have left are those incredible qualities you had as a kid. Funny, curious, caring, loving, joy-filled. You know what I'm talking about. Thank you for listening to The Recovered Therapist, where we keep topics honest, simple, and hopeful. I love you. There's not a damn thing you can do about it. Until next time.